0: Hello Scullies. this is Mia Candice and this is CJ and we are Out, out of, of Our, our Skulls. skulls. Uh, this is the premiere episode of our new podcast. This is going to be politically charged. Um, yes, yeah, so if you're easily offended, get easily offended.
1: <laughs> um, I lean to the left and I lean very much to the left. If there is, I have been called socialist before and I have Taking that as a compliment.
0: Yep. Um, I'm not socialist, but I, you know, (laughs) all are welcome here. Yes. Um,
1: (laughs) I believe in a government that helps its people.
0: Yes. That's a good way to put it. Uh, So we're going to put this podcast out um, the first and 15th of every month. Uh, This starting with the new year seemed very fitting going into. A political season that neither of us are happy about. (laughs) Are happy about, excited about, thrilled about. In fact, I'm pretty terrified.
1: Yeah, the only thing I'm about is scared. Yeah. So we will, yeah, we will see what happens as of Inauguration Day. We will. But in the meantime, we still have President Obama. We do have
0: President Obama. And um, he's doing, doing some work, some good things here. Yeah, he's signing some bills before he leaves office. Right. Um, that brings us to our first topic tonight, which is the, uh, where he signs the bill protecting non-theists from religious persecution. That's H.R. 1150, um, otherwise known as the Frank R. Wolf International Religious Act. The bill first signed in 98 by Clinton is an attempt at stopping religious persecution
1: around the planet. And that's not just for non-theists, although it is directed toward non-theists. It's also for people of differing faiths. Um, we are a predominantly Christian country, but we are not a Christian nation. We don't have a government religion, nor should we ever have a government religion. Right. Um, I want r- religion, religion as to far be away from my
0: government as far possible. away from the government. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this is
1: this stops religious warfare. Um, it it protects basically those of us who don't want to pray before a football game and it
0: don't want religion in our schools in the
1: schools you know if you're talking about a comparative religion course in a high school that's fine but the bible should not be taught as science and it shouldn't be taught as fact
0: right so Um, (laughs) I'm wondering what's going to happen here when Trump takes office because he's his uh, he's appointed for the Department of Education.
1: Betsy, DeVoe. Betsy DeVoe, DeVos. Betsy DeVos, who I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's D E V O S. Um, the millionairess who made her fortune through Amway, <laughs> um. <laughs> and she thinks that the place.
0: To teach kids about religion is in school. Yes. Is to teach them about, quote, um, God's kingdom, quote, end right. quote.
1: Um, she also is a firm disbeliever in public education. She's very much for private education and private schools. Um, I have a funny feeling we're going to see a, a very elaborate voucher system come into effect, which would be devastating. I know our public schools aren't perfect, but they are public and they are non and they should remain that way um, I think it is in the best interest of the government to educate its people
0: yeah we have we should have smart citizens right that go into the workforce as smart adults right free thinkers absolutely um, People that are aware of the world around them
1: um, and who aren't you know isolated from certain facts that are in the world Right now, our science education is just, it's, it's riddled with inconsistencies and illogic and fallacies, frankly. Um, we used to be so, you know, we used to be the dominant country in math and science, and now we've fallen very much behind. And that is because for some strange reason, education was, is, is suddenly viewed as something that is not necessary or not desirable. And that is just horrible.
0: So um, I, I'm still excited that Obama signed this bill. Yes. Uh, protecting... I'm an atheist. So that that part of me, you know, I'm tired of the ridicule, ridicule mm-hmm. that atheists receive publicly. Um,
1: and before you say that, oh, atheists aren't ridiculed, yeah. Actually, they are. All the I'm, time. I'm agnostic. I don't really... I joke that I'm more apathetic. I just don't care. Um, But they are. And before you say, well, excuse me, um, atheists just want to degrade the Christian religion, that's, I, I don't know how somebody who doesn't believe in God can take away your faith in God.
0: Well, that's a good way to put it. Um, I do know atheists that do degrade organized religion. Uh, I myself, I have. But I don't I don't go to... Um, There's not a concentrated effort to remove. No. Yeah. And, like, for instance, the atheist veterans um, were booed and mocked at the Memorial Day Parade right. in Anvil, Pennsylvania. And they continue to be booed and mocked every year that they go. Under this Memorial Day parade, you don't see the vice versa of that happening. No,
1: um,
0: and there, I mean,
1: there's no religious persecution in this country is non-existent. Um, non-religious persecution is actually existent in this country, <laughs> which is is kind of it, it's kind of a weird thing. But church doors aren't locked. You are perfectly free to go to whatever church you want to on Saturday or Sunday or Wednesday or whatever, um, and worship how you choose, as long as you know. You're not sacrificing virgins while you're doing it. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, if you don't believe in God or if you are just a non-religious person, that seems to be, people seem to take that as a automatic slam against their religion. And yeah. I, I still, I do not understand how somebody's non-religion affects your religious faith at all
0: and then uh, you know in the in 2015 there was a Gallup poll um, asking people American voters would you vote for an atheist presidential candidate or would you refuse to vote for an atheist presidential candidate 58% would vote for an atheist and 40% would refuse to vote for a president uh, atheist president and that's regardless of their experience um, history,
1: anything. Considering for the last eight years we've had the, you know, the far right <laughs> kind of slamming President Obama for being quote-unquote Muslim, which is hysterical if he's a Muslim. He's a terrible Muslim eating bacon and smoking cigarettes. and
0: Yeah, and they put out a Merry Christmas yeah. video.
1: So If he's Muslim, he's really bad at it. <laughs> um.
0: How but about we believe people when they tell us what religion, what religion they, they are. are? Yeah, let's, let's start
1: there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, I can't imagine what they would say if somebody went into the office and didn't go to the national prayer breakfast or didn't say grace before the national Thanksgiving dinner, which Obama has done. I, I'm I I would be very curious to see what the alt right would do if somebody non-religious or, you know, in my case, just apathetic about it, and not really caring, got into a, the highest office in our country and then just didn't worship. I I don't think it would be viewed favorably. I don't think it would be viewed e- favorably either. There would be
0: internet chatter. There yeah. would be it would be all over the news um there would be protesters outside the White House just just all sorts
1: of the funniest thing is we probably have the closest thing to that in Donald Trump I don't believe he's a religious man in the slightest I, I think he's probably very non-religious but he has to pretend he has to court that evangelical vote, so he has to you know go out there and pretend he's read two Corinthians <laughs> <laughs> and and pretend that he goes to church every sunday i think donald trump pretends a lot of things Why, yeah he obviously pretends that he knows how to construct a sentence and pretends he knows science but that's a totally <sighs> different topic <laughs> But um, it is amazing that somebody who, up until running for president, has shown absolutely no interest in the Christian religion, suddenly has to put on that mantle and put on that aura and just, you know, pretend to to be to take an interest in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's appointing. I mean, Pence is very Pence for religion, for is, Christianity, yeah.
1: and so is this. Pence devote, is very evangelical. Um, has openly stated that God needs to be in the government. No, right.
0: no, it doesn't. No, and. So I ask you, Scullies, who are – you're the listeners, by the way. um, If you were going to a job interview and your religion was a make-or-break deal for the job you were interviewing for, would that seem fair to you? Would you think, I believe in God, I should have this job, or I'm an atheist, I should have this job? I, I just don't agree with that.
1: I don't understand why the topic would come up. Yeah, it unless you're it working come on up. Sunday, or unless you're you're assigned to work on your holy day, your religion should not come up at all at work.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, well, our next topic is uh, the North Carolina lawmakers and their <laughs> HB two handlings. Oh dear. Um, so the HB two bill requires people to use the public restroom that matches the sex on their birth certificate, regardless of their gender identities, meaning. My birth certificate says I'm female, I must use the female public restroom.
1: Even though I identify male and I have facial hair and I've gone through, have gone therapy, through therapy or, or I, maybe I haven't gone through therapy. The,
0: maybe I'm pansexual, maybe,
1: yeah. I mean, various things. This bill was stupid. This bill was in retaliation for this the Charlotte City ordinance basically saying that transgender people can use whatever bathroom they choose. Mm hmm. Um, and this was in retaliation for that. And it's unenforceable, unless you're having someone stand outside a bathroom door and look at birth certificates or look at genitalia, it's a completely unenforceable law. And even if you're in the bathroom, if you see someone come in that looks somewhat mannish if you're in the women's restroom, (laughs) what are you gonna do? Poke your head under the stall and make sure?
0: That's offensive.
1: Yeah. I Imagine mean, if somebody were that, to do that. Who at that point is the pervert?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no.
1: um, so this is just a reason. It's a stupid law, and it's hurt our state in so many different ways. We yes. have lost.
0: We're recording from North Carolina. Yes, incidentally. Mm-hmm.
1: So this is the state we live in. Um, it's, it's hurt us economically tremendously. Yes. With we've lost revenue from sporting.
0: Sporting, sporting, sporting events.
1: gigs, entertainment
0: conventions yeah um the film industry yeah um Cirque du Soleil yeah uh, just pretty much any arts has been uh, kind of turned yeah. their back on North Carolina and so we've lost um some local bars and
1: and performance arenas and yeah have closed and and some of the bars in the area, and a lot of, I know the conventions that I go to, have basically said, we don't care. Right. Uh, we're not going to enforce this.
0: Yeah, they'll even post signs on the bathroom doors over top of the, the symbols you're used to seeing, identifying a male restroom and a female restroom. They'll put signs on top of those that...
1: Uh, basically uh, say you can use whatever bathroom right. you feel like using. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, this is just... And and the sad part is we we did finally have a new governor governor uh, sworn in today, this is January 1st, um, and they, the North Carolina legislator, which is predominantly Republican, has said that if the Charlotte city removed that ordinance they would revoke HB 2, and of course they did not. Um, they held a secret session and did absolutely They nothing. held
0: a secret session. 0% of opposing votes right. voted. So
1: it's hard to vote when you don't know you're supposed to.
0: Exactly. I I follow news, I follow local government stuff and I didn't even know that this happened until after it happened. It happened. And so that's that's despicable, that's shady, that's underhanded, that evokes a distrust in my government. Mm-hmm. It, it evokes uh, a lack of patriotism. You know.
1: Well, the problem is, this is as bad as the gerrymandering that's going on in this state, which is the reason why the legislature is predominantly Republican, because they have just made the the voting lines so they can't be voted out. <laughs> it's, Um, the
0: redrawing yeah the redrawing um, county lines
1: yeah to the district lines uh, yeah just to to cater to their particular party Mm -hmm. Um, it's
0: (laughs) red agendas yeah
1: it is ridiculous if you look at the the district lines in the state of North Carolina how very little logic they make yeah but Um, that's what they do and that's how they keep in power
0: yeah and we did. We got a Democratic
1: governor. governor
0: now, Roy Cooper, who I voted for. Roy <coughs> Cooper, and as did I. And basically, you voted for Roy Cooper if you wanted HB2 gone. Yeah, that was a major, major, major factor in his his campaign. In his campaign, um, and Pat McCrory, I mean, Pat McCrory has been a shitty governor. he, he, he did the HB2. He's I've been very disappointed in him in regard to all the the police shootings of minorities. Uh, Plus,
1: he has removed all film incentives in North Carolina. Anyone who works in the entertainment or film industry in North Carolina was just gutted when he became governor. Because he just removed all incentives and they all went to Georgia. All of these film companies went to Georgia. Which was perfectly fine with him because that's where his financial interests lie. So he's basically making money. By losing our state money. Seems self serving to me. Yeah.
0: But that's par for the course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Any predictions on what Roy Cooper can do Um, going into the new year?
1: Well, they did attempt to hamstring the governor's powers prior to him taking office. Knowing that they had lost the election, they decided they were going to remove certain governor, governorial, governor. (laughs) Governorial, <laughs> gubernatorial powers <laughs> Governorial. wow where did I come up with that um but a judge Roy Cooper filed lawsuit mm-hmm. and a judge has stated has blocked all of those laws pending the lawsuit so um that has been blocked and he will come in with full governor powers which is good <laughs> um it was completely underhanded to to just hamstring the governor prior to him actually taking office
0: Completely underhanded. But Shame on you if you were a part of that. Par, par for the course. They lost and they can't. I just want to address <laughs> any North Carolina lawmaker right here right now. Your duty is to serve the people of the state. You're not serving the people of the state if you are going underhanded and not telling the citizens what they have the right to vote for. Right.
1: And to, to kind of undermine the will of the people by curtailing the power of a duly elected official.
0: Yeah, he's an elected official. We voted for him, mm-hmm. so let him let him rule. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and another thing I want to say about HB two, the the four argument for HB two is is basically um, people thinking they're losing family values by allowing transgender people to use the public restroom, and so the part of HB two is that you have you know because you have to use the restroom of your, uh, your of birth your birth certificate. certificate yeah. That means that my four and a half year old daughter was born a girl she has to use the female restroom when she goes out in public fine but I'm divorced and her father when he has custody of her he can't go in the restroom with her he can't take her to the bathroom he can't take her in the male bathroom and let her use the restroom and he can't go in the women's restroom and let her use the bathroom he has to stand outside the bathroom, Mm -hmm. and just let her go in by herself, which she's four and a half, she can't do. She can't reach the toilets. She can't reach the sink. She's probably not gonna do a good job wiping herself. I mean, she's not probably not even gonna lock the door. So anybody is gonna see her. But I do see mothers taking their sons into the women's restroom. So there's a potential there that you know, the boys are gonna look, see her, look, maybe even photograph her with camera phones. You know, and this is just the sort of thing that <coughs> I would rather my ex husband, a male, be able to take her into the restroom mm-hmm. and, and make
1: sure that she uses the restroom properly. Yeah. The, you know, the sad part is, <laughs> excuse me, we have lots of public places that have quote unquote, family restrooms, which yeah. you can bring your kids into and nobody bats an eye. And what's the difference? What is the difference between... I've been to Europe and they have... They have bathrooms. They have one
0: <laughs> large yeah. unisex bathroom. You it know? just has stalls. Yeah. It just has stalls. Every individual stall door locks. Yeah. And then everybody comes out and uses sinks i mean it i don't understand the problem we're
1: there to pee it's not yeah. like you know i get that bathrooms are sometimes used for other purposes
0: but but you can use that in a stall you can close yeah, the
1: yeah you can close the door or i don't i don't see how this law prevents any of that from happening and the the argument that well this just gives predators this law just gives predators if we don't have this law, predators can just grab kids and drag them into any old bathroom, and they can just say they're transgender or whatever. Um, I don't know of any bathroom sign that has ever stopped a predator. Nope. From being, I
0: this is I have a daughter, as I just said, and this the reality is that a predator is going to. Yeah. If a predator is is out
1: there looking to snatch a child, he's going to drag. Her. A sign is not going to prevent yeah. it. They'll drag them into any bathroom that's available. It's not going to go. Oh wow, I can't go into that room. I better not. I better not touch that yeah. child. That's not going through their head at all. So, and I don't know any predator by the
0: news that has snatched a child by dressing as an, a member of the opposite sex. So no. this transgender thing <laughs> doesn't doesn't play a part of that. As far, and especially when you consider that all my gay friends have been attacked physically
1: using the restroom brutally, yeah,
0: in a public restroom, right, by redneck, straight people, right winged, straight men that are, you know, homophobic and threatened, and
1: yeah. So, Standing up for family values, yeah, <laughs> by beating the shit out of somebody, yeah. Um, but just going back to it, this is just an unenforceable law, and it's stupid, and it's costing the state money. And I don't understand, yeah, why we're... they have just clung to this mm-hmm. in an <laughs> in an insane effort to to keep it. It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
0: It's absolutely ridiculous. I hope that um, it's gone. And gone for good. And Roy Cooper continues to do good things and hopefully bring some of the economic growth back back to to the the state.
1: state. Yes. It's strange to live in North Carolina and have South Carolina be the progressive Carolina. (laughs) That is very true. It is. It's very strange.
0: <laughs> Sorry, South Carolina. But I think everybody, everybody in the Carolina
1: kind of knows. Yeah.
0: North Carolina was, what you we,
1: know. When I moved here 20 some odd years ago, this was the almost, it was purple at that point. You know, it was almost yeah. the blue state. Yeah. And it's really sad to see that fall back, you know.
0: Well, that's because they redrawn the lines. Yeah. They've, re, and, They've
1: redrawn all of the and, lines. And it doesn't matter how you vote anymore. Which
0: kind of sounds like cheating.
1: <laughs> yeah, very much. If we were like playing cheating, a board game, <laughs> that would be cheating. <laughs> that would be cheating. That would be cheating.
0: So our next topic is the nullification of science in fact. and fact, particularly um, in the course of the Trump-Pence careers and campaigns. Um, they've made several claims uh, that. <laughs> That are about of incredibly... science or about, um, I, I, I'll give you an example. If, if you don't follow Donald Trump on Twitter, I highly recommend that you do.
1: That's probably the only way you're going to hear a State of the Union address. Yeah, sadly Twitter. enough. It's going to be um, 120 characters.
0: Uh, his his uh, Twitter handle is at real Donald Trump. So he wrote April 23rd of 2012. Not only are wind farms disgusting-looking, but even worse, they are bad for people's health.
1: Well, it's <laughs> <laughs> And Donald Trump's obsession with wind farms stems completely from his Scottish golf course, which, in his mind, the view was obstructed by a wind farm. So that's the only reason why he hates wind farms. It has nothing to do with bad for your health, or killing birds, which is his other thing. It's like, wind turbines kill birds. If you want to save birds, you'll get rid of wind power. House cats kill more birds 10,000-fold than wind turbines Oh, don't tell
0: him that. He's going to get rid of cats. cats.
1: But (laughs) but, um, this all stems from his golf course in Scotland that had a view obstructed by a wind farm.
0: But it's all a domino effect. Because Mm -hmm. now that he's got this claim that wind farms are bad, he can deny climate change. Mm -hmm. And he can say that fossil fuels are good. And so we need to keep our coal mines here. And we need to keep our. We don't need to invest in
1: renewable energy resources. Um, There is a reason why coal took a downward turn it's messy, it's polluted, it pollutes the air, it pollutes your lungs. It pollutes your lungs. It's not. You know, the idea that, oh, we're going to bring coal mine jobs back. Are they really wanted? (laughs) I mean, if you go back 100 years, you had kids working in the coal mines. The average life expectancy of a, a miner was pitifully low.
0: I've got family that worked in coal mines their entire lives, and they retired from the coal mines. They have great pension plans thanks to the unions,
1: yeah which is another thing that Republicans want to get rid of
0: <laughs> but but i think that there's not that i think there's this misconception that the coal mines got these hard these blue collar families wealthier and and stable when no it's the it's unions, unions that did. did uh didn't really matter what work they did it was the the union
1: union that got them um, their benefits
0: and the unions want to be disbanded or they don't want to be disbanded right the Republican side wants to disband, disband the unions yeah. so this whole thing of let's vote to keep let's vote for Trump to keep the coal mines going but not the union but that not makes the it safe. that's and then, and that's profitable not, that's not what makes sense here <coughs> voters that's not we want our we want our citizens smart and we want our citizens healthy. And you, that's,
1: these are the basic things. You can make the argument that unions may have outstayed their welcome because there are some unions that make very petty claims. And, you know, everyone jokes about driving down the road and seeing Teamsters sitting on the side of the road rather than working. You know, one guy works yeah. while six people watch. Right. And it's all because of the union. Um, there might be a, fra- a, a an atom of truth to that, but without the unions in this country... You don't have insurance, you don't have a 40 hour work week, you don't have overtime. Right, maternity leave. You don't have maternity leave,
0: paternity leave. Paternity leave, yeah.
1: You don't have child labor laws. Um, it, the benefit far outweighs- Workers'
0: comp- compensation, compensation. Yeah. Family so
1: Medical Leave Act. Any disability pay that you get from getting hurt on the job. Right, competitive um, wages. Right, the, the benefits of unions far outweighs Those six Teamster guys sitting there watching the other guy work. Yeah. So let's keep
0: an open mind uh, and look at things with both eyes open, please. Yeah.
1: And don't just think that, well, if we do this, jobs will return. Look at the quality of not only the jobs but the life. Everyone is so down on immigrants taking our jobs. But the jobs they're taking are the ones that are not being filled.
0: Right. I've worked in a call center. I don't want those jobs.
1: Personally. I've lived in the Southwest where migrants come through and pick your fruits and vegetables. And they do it for a tiny, tiny amount of money. And the idea that somehow those farms are suddenly going to hire Americans at minimum wage... Is ridiculous unless you want to pay five six dollars for a head of lettuce I've
0: (laughs) I've been eating well for a few months now and I know (laughs) that eating well eating farm-raised food is already pretty pricey
1: right so you know just the idea that bringing it's all about the jobs it's all about the jobs it's more than just about the jobs you have to have a job that actually pays a living wage hmm and something where you're gonna get some benefits and you're going to It's it's not going to cost you more money if you get hurt on the job it's not gonna cost you you, you know it's just there's got to be a quality rather than a quantity here
0: and you have to we have to call out our president when he says bullshit. Yes. Going back science, to, the, to the science. To uh, like, uh, the scientific claims. Here. Yeah. Um. He said um, another 2012 quote from October Remember, new environmentally friendly light bulbs can cause cancer. Be careful. The idiots who came up with this stuff don't care.
1: Do you know anybody? Do you know
0: anybody that got cancer from a light
1: bulb? Maybe if you're breaking all of the light bulbs and huffing the the, the powder that comes out of them, but, this... but even that is is probably not even factual. <laughs> and before you say, "Oh, these are 2012," these are 2012. Just this year, in his campaign, he called oh my goodness. climate change a Chinese hoax.
0: Yeah, he doesn't believe in climate change. The person he appointed to the... The EPA,
1: the head of the EPA actually has a lawsuit against the EPA. Yeah,
0: and he doesn't believe in global warming. Right. He says that most scientists don't believe in global warming. Which
1: is an outright lie. We,
0: We have photography that's been around long enough that you can see polar caps, icebergs, rising sea levels uh the you know the animal kingdom that is becoming endangered are becoming endangered or because extinct. or extinct because like the polar bears don't have icebergs to have their homes they're drowning You right. know. Mm-hmm. um it, this that's what's fact
1: yeah take a look at the air quality in China. And tell me, you know, the EPA does no good. Compare the, the air quality in Los Angeles 40 years ago to today and tell me the EPA does no good at all. Um, he seems to be appointing people who are against the actual division they are supposed to head. <laughs> and it's alarming.
0: It's alarming. It's embarrassing that he's going to represent us. Yeah. Yeah on a national scale, like to other countries. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I've had discussions with 15-year-olds that have more of a grasp on science than this guy, and that also makes me very concerned about the educational system, what that's going to become. Right. Because what is going to be taught in schools now? we got our president, and then so many of his supporters just say oh those are just words. Right. He's just he likes the fame, he likes to be in the spotlight. That's okay
1: with you though? Facts have a liberal bias. Facts are facts. They're not liberal, they're not conservative. They're facts. Science is science. Um well it's science theory, that's the whole point. We're constantly learning. And yes, science can change, but that is the whole point of science. If we learn something new, we know something new. It's an ever-changing thing, and we should never stop learning. That we've never reached the limit of our learning. And there seems to be a very large contingent in our country that, well, you only need to know this, and that's all you need to know. Never ever limit your learning
0: Never. You should try to learn something every day. Right. And, you know, it's just... You shouldn't... You shouldn't support... Be a voter and supporter of a government leader or a country leader that you, you say to yourself and to others out loud, oh, I can dismiss what he said here because... He likes the spotlight. He's a famous guy. He's saying that for ratings. That's that's kind of a despicable thing and if you think about you're it. You're
1: actually getting that point now where he'll he I mean he made a lot of claims during his 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 candidacy um that he's not following through with and he openly admits well I said those to get elected. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And people are saying, well, you know, he just said that to get elected. Or it, I think what he's doing is filling the media with
0: false claims and then true claims so that he can just pick and choose. choose.
1: Yeah. And you won't be, we, nobody will be able to trust him. We get so blindsided by the stupid shit that comes out of his mouth that we're not paying attention to who he's appointing to cabinet posts. You know. It's like, oh, Donald tweeted something ridiculous at 3 a.m. while he was on the shitter. Let's ignore <laughs> that his head for the Department of Education doesn't believe in a Department of Education. This is major stuff. Yeah. Um, this is the future of our country. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's frightening. It is very frightening. <laughs> and we have him for four years, probably eight, because... Because of the way things go. I can hope. I can hope that he... I would hope that he would get impeached, but that would leave us with President Pence.
0: Yeah, exactly, and that's not good either. He no. did. He was actually pretty smart. The only smart thing he did was was put Pence in there so that nobody would want to impeach him, right? Because Pence is the worst. It evil is, is even
1: worse. <laughs> we don't want to live in a theocracy. I know there are people out there. Well, what's wrong with praying before class? A lot of things wrong, wrong with <laughs> praying before class. Um, I'm okay with if people want to pray on their own. Yeah, if I, they want to okay pray on that. their own, that's fine. You want to gather around the flagpole and pray before school? I don't care. You want to gather after school and study the Bible? I don't yeah, care.
0: I don't care if you want to say grace before you eat dinner in your own home. Right.
1: But if you're going to stand up in the middle force of class, people to, and go, okay, everybody, everybody's got to stand up now. Everybody's got to. Everybody's got to say this prayer. No, then you're no better than those Muslim extremists that you're so scared of. Mhm. The shoe's just on the other foot. Right. And just because, you know, they say Allah and you say God doesn't make you much different, really.
0: Well, I think that covers <laughs> our our first, do- our first our first episode. episode. Um, I do welcome questions, comments, uh, I'm not gonna take it lying down. No, so um, we do
1: stand up for what we believe in.
0: We do. So if you want to get a debate going, sure. Um, comment uh, or or find us on our pages that you see linked um, to on the side of the SoundCloud station there, and um, we've we also got other podcasts. We have got the the Fem is a feminist positive. Uh, support local type of podcast um, and then we've got our rogue podcasts where we do movie reviews and food pairings yes. so you'd listen to those if you don't want to listen to our p- political rantings that's right um, and then when we come back on the 15th we'll have we're gonna have topical issues so I can't really say what we're gonna discuss then it's, we'll find it out as we go along as we come across new political things that come to light Indeed. um but we will be here on the 15th and uh later on in the month we're gonna go to the women's march in dc
1: yes so we may do a road podcast from there yeah so um just some stuff for you listeners to look forward to and with that we will bid you
0: adieu bid you adieu happy new year happy new year